0: Hi, everybody. Okay, we are getting ready. This morning has been so amazing, so busy, uh, but it is Monday. This is how we start off every week here at Remar, and I'm so glad I have people from Texas in the house. You guys are literally Florida, Miramar. you've been waiting for this broadcast to start, so I'm so happy to bring it. We're going to be talking about Bell's Palsy on today, and you know on Mondays what we try to do here is we try to go over... We try to go over quick facts. All right. And um, that's just a portion of it. I want to make sure that if you guys are in the V2, you have the capacity to get through the program. So we're going to do Bell's palsy. This may be a familiar subject to some of you. There's not many teaching points on it, but we're going to hit the main ones for NCLEX. So let's go with Bell's palsy. It's this. All right. So Bell's palsy is a disease of the seventh cranial nerve. This is the facial nerve. And so what you're going to see with Bell's palsy is a facial paralysis or a facial weakness. And, you know, this is the, this is one of the defining characteristics of Bell's palsy is that you're going to have a unilateral presentation of paralysis. Okay. Okay. And you have to be so, so careful because you have to be really careful because with Nextgen IncLEX, you know, you know that you could have two conditions or three conditions that are presented. And you have to know, you have to know what's the difference between like Bell's palsy, where you have paralysis, and a cerebrovascular accident where you also have paralysis. So if you got it from the quick facts, next gen you know how to tell the difference between those two. Let me do, let me know what page that's on for those of you who have that book. So, when we're talking about Bell's palsy, the clinical manifestations, this is a new way that I wanted to present this just for today. It's not in your Quick Facts book, but I thought maybe if there's somebody else that likes mnemonics that are watching, you may appreciate this, okay? Now, and look, Tani is ready. She said, like, Come on, guys, let's get those like buttons on YouTube early, 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 early. And thank you so much, T Rob. It's good to see you. You say it's on page 11, Regina. Okay. <laughs> so, Bell's palsy. Remember Bell's. Okay. So, that is blinking. The B blink reflex is not normal. Eyes roll up, also the patient could have a earache. L, lower lip and eyelid corners. You're also gonna see some paralysis there. Happy Monday everybody, come on in. The other L for Bell's, remember we're remembering Bell's palsy. Loss of taste, brow twitching. Sudden attack, this comes on, this is an acute condition that comes on very fast without warning for our patients and then paralysis we are expecting paralysis with this condition so does that make sense you guys feel like you understand what's going on with your patient when they come in are you right now right now in your mind you should be anticipating for NCLEX what does untreated Bell's palsy do to my patient? How are they going to be damaged? Okay, think about that. Also think about what could we use for treatment, even right now? And then you should be thinking about, is this something that's going to turn around for my patient or does this acute condition transform into a lifelong chronic Position, condition for this patient okay are we there um raven congratulations raven she says what's the party website i passed mark and regina can you give me some more details on that what did you pass when did you pass the party website is remarnurse.com forward slash party okay bishop says hey you're moving too fast go back all right let me, let me put that on the screen for you guys again I do want you to be able to take notes. Okay, this is definitely the longer version. Uh, Quick Facts has the highlights of it. Um, um, Quick Facts has the highlights, highlighted versions of this, while. Um, While the bishop is taking notes, I do want to inform you guys of our goal challenge. After this, we're going to have five questions and we have 50 likes right now. We have 200 people watching. I need y'all to get that to 100 100 likes. Okay, so 50 more. Smash that like button on YouTube. All right, I'm going to put this. um, Happy Independence, Jamaica. Is it a holiday today? Happy Independence, Jamaicans. Let me know. Hello, Miss Regina. This is Nurse Hernandez. Um, hello, Miss Regina. I want to let you know I passed NCLEX PN last Wednesday. I used V2 and Next Gen Quick Facts and your YouTube lectures and game nights. This was my third attempt. Thank you so much. Identity, identity. Thank you, uh, Nurse Hernandez, for seeing yourself as a nurse, for identifying yourself as a nurse, meaning that you would not give up no matter what. Oh man, that's a great feeling. Somebody needed to see that today. Raven says LPN on July 22nd. I'm your Remar nurse. I took pics of my Remar shirt on your face. Did you? Let me see. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. Oh my goodness. I love that. I'm your Remar nurse. You were Remar ready and Congratulations. Man, I'm loving my PNs. I'm loving my PNs. And look at this even more. I passed on my first attempt. I graduated four years ago. So don't tell me, guys, don't tell me that you cannot do this if you've been out of school. Oh, man, I need you to do that testimonial. I need people on TikTok to see that testimonial because, man. All right, I'm moving on. Congratulations. This is the teaching, okay? This is the stuff that you want to know. This is the teaching for NCLEX. So you have to be anticipating eye conditions, all right? Eye conditions. And so teaching eye care, cover, okay? Cover the eye with a protective shield at night. Apply eye ointments to keep eyelids closed during sleep. Close the um, paralysized eyelid manually before going to sleep. Wrap or wear wrap around sunglasses or goggles to decrease normal eye evaporation from the eye. Take note of these things, okay, guys? Very, very important. And like I said, this is what a content Somebody uh, sent me a message, I can't remember her name, but she says, you're always talking about content. What is content? What does that mean? Why do, I, why do you always talk about content? And I love the question because she didn't know what content meant. Content means subject review. So what we're doing here, we're talking about one subject. We're talking about the, you know, the symptoms of it, why it happens, what you're supposed to do about it. That is the process of passing this exam, okay? That is what you are supposed to be doing as part of your preparation. So if you're watching this and you're feeling like, I don't really know this stuff, I'm learning a lot, you need to get into my program. Because when I say content, I'm not talking about everything in nursing school, I'm talking about just the things related to NCLEX. And I'm gonna tell you what those things are, save you a lot of time. Uh, Raven says, content is understanding the material, the subject, what, when, and how. Yeah, 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 exactly. So eye care is emphasized with Bell's palsy, okay? Eye care is emphasized with Bell's palsy. You have to, I'll say it again, cover the eye with a protective shield at night, apply eye ointment to keep the eyelids closed during sleep, close the paralyzed eyelid, Manually before going to sleep, wear wraparound sunglasses or goggles to decrease normal, okay, normal eye evaporation. Teaching about maintaining muscle tone. This is so important, and y'all, I, I was doing some of these exercises when I was studying them, because you don't, you you don't realize how much we take for granted the ability for the muscles in our face to move so you have to show the client how to perform facial massage with gentle upward motion several times daily so the client um can tolerate the massage and this is very important now let me let me say this why is it important for us to have the patient massaging their face that is um paralysized why is massage important for a patient with Bell's palsy. What is that going to do to the patient? Okay. (laughs) I love it. Let me know. And Raven is just giving all the advice today. Get involved with everything, everything with Regina. V2 game night, quick facts. We're going to be doing another game night um, this month. We're doing it. Lives all the time. She's on. Y'all need to be 10 toes down, dedicated. Love y'all. Good luck. Hugs and kisses. <laughs> nice. Thank you so much for coming on here because you don't have to do this. Oh, nurse uh Vasquez, I passed my NCLEX PN. That test is hard. I felt so lost, but I have uh been more prepared. But I must have been more prepared than I thought because I passed. Thank you so much. The test is hard. Not gonna, I'm not even gonna bypass that. The test is definitely hard. I appreciate you. Um, giving it your everything. Yes, I was asking about massage for Bell's palsy. Stimulation, circulation, all right, to promote blood flow. Because remember, when you have anything that is atrophied, when you have anything that is um, not innervated appropriately, you're not gonna have great circulation to that area. It's one of the reasons why if a patient is paralyzed, you know, from the waist down? Do we give them IM injections in their thighs? Do we give them any kind of medication in the paralyzed legs? No, Mm -mm. no, we don't because we understand that if that muscle is atrophied, then that means it doesn't have great blood flow. It doesn't have great innervation. It has poor circulation. So we have to manually teach our patients to do something that they never had to do. We never get massages on our face. Like we don't do that. I know I don't. When I go for a body massage and the lady I'm going to massage your scalp and your face. No, no, no. Don't touch my face. Don't touch it. Don't put nothing on my face. Don't touch my hair. I might have weave in. Don't touch my scalp. It might be my, even if it's my real hair, don't put nothing on my head. Don't do it, (laughs) all right? So when a patient has Bell's palsy, it's like, this is new for them. This is all new for them. So we are telling the client that they need to gently upward massage their face, okay? Um, Instruct the client to avoid exposing the face to cold and drafts, all right? and also demonstrating facial exercises such as wrinkling the forehead blowing out the cheeks and whistling in an effort to prevent what what i just spent a lot of time talking about all right which is preventing muscle atrophy all right and so these are all very important things Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We all say welcome to you. We are a kind and we are a very helpful uh, study group. And if you have any questions, I don't really know if you're in nursing school or at a nursing school, but we have a lot of people that are really smart here. So if you have questions, they definitely can answer them. All right. So she is on YouTube, YouTube. So you'll see her comments on YouTube. All right. And I'm I'm moving on. I got to move on, guys. So the next point that I want you to take hold of is diet and nutrition. Diet and nutrition should definitely be part of the content overview related to the disease processes. There, there may be a specific diet if your patient has hypertension, if they have diabetes mellitus. What is the diet and nutrition teaching if they have Bell's palsy? So it is going to be, Instructing the client to chew on the unaffected side of his mouth. Got it, all right? That just makes sense because on the unaffected side, they're going to be able to chew the food down, okay? Provide soft, soft foods. Soft is a diet. It is a diet. Nutritionally balanced food. Eliminate hot fluids and food. And that's just because you are able to uh, you can if you have nerve damage or nerve sensitivity, then you are less likely to know when something is too hot and you can burn yourself. Okay. Also, give frequent mouth care being particularly careful to remove residues of food that collects between the cheek and the gums. And so that's something that the nurses are gonna have to do, make sure that there's no food left in in the patient's mouth. All right, additional things in terms of medical management. And again, listen to what I'm saying so that it makes sense to you. We know what this patient has, we know what their struggles are. So medical management are going to be things that we can do to help combat the symptoms. All right. So it says additional modalities, additional modalities. Modality is something that you should know in nursing school. Um, It's something you should learn in nursing school. It is a way to say interventions for the patient. Okay. So Additional modalities are um, electrical stimulation applied to the face to prevent muscle atrophy. So electrical stimulation, okay, going to send a little shock through the patient. Um, Or you could do a surgical exploration of the facial nerve. Most of the time, though, do we want to do that? Do we want to open up the face? and explore the facial nerve. It says surgery may be performed if a tumor is suspected, okay, for surgical decompression. If the patient has a tumor on that facial nerve and is pressing on the nerve, that can cause some paralysis, okay? So there may be decompression of the facial nerve and for surgical rehabilitation of a paralyzed face. Also medical management are the medications we can give. So facial pain is controlled with an analgesic agent or heat applied to the involved side of the face. Okay, so just some medical management things here. Hope this is making sense to you. I like the pause for the cause whenever I get an amazing testimonial and I got one from Nurse Ketsia. She says, hello, Miss Regina, I used Remar for LPN in 2019. I passed and on Tuesday I took NCLEX RN and I passed on my first attempt. I thank God I found your program in 2019. Now I'm an RN BSN. I love your program. So two times, Remar, nurse, congratulations. I don't even know what to say. How many people on here have the goal of going from an LPN to an RN BSN? That is a significant challenge and that is a significant goal to achieve. Nothing can stop you. Like If you did that, there's nothing that you can't do. And so going from LPN to RN with the BSN, amazing. Just salute to you for that. All right. Other medications that we can give. Yeah, so many people wanna be in that shoes. So many people wanna be in your shoes. Thank you for motivating us. Cortical steroid therapy, like prednisone. Okay, there's some pharmacology may be initiated to reduce inflammation and edema, all right? And that just makes sense because corticosteroids, they do reduce inflammation, which also reduces vascular compression and permits restoration of blood circulation to the nerve. Now, early administration of corticosteroids appears to diminish the severity, And that's with everything. When we find out a patient has something quickly, we can begin to treat it. So early administration of cortical steroids appears to diminish severity, relieve pain, and minimize denervation. Facial pain, again, is controlled with the analgesic agent or heat applied to the involved side of the face. Now, this is very important because You have to understand if NCLEX says the patient is having facial pain, what should the nurse give? And you have the option of corticosteroids or um, ibuprofen, right? Which one are we going to give for pain? Which one are we going to give for pain? Don't pick the corticosteroids. Don't pick the corticosteroids. All right. Here are our NCLEX questions. I need to check to see if we got if we made our share goal already, because I asked you guys for the class participation. I wanted the class to achieve 100 likes and let's see how many we have right now. We have 135. So you guys understood the assignment after three long, <laughs> three long months of doing this now you guys just know we got to get the likes up there you guys got it here's our first question comments on the screen try to get a three out of five okay try to get a three out of five you guys made it congratulations all right let's warm up everybody which cranial nerve has a disease called bell's palsy which cranial nerve has a disease called bell's palsy number one trigeminal two facial Three vestibu what Regina come on vestibular ocular, cochlear <laughs> why vestibulo cochlear why did it take me so long to do that it's Monday y'all four Vegas all right this is a gimme unless you have not studied content in a long time if you were paying attention let's go. Did you guys get it right? It seems like all y'all are one accord. Not anybody. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. Uh. All right, so if some people are here, they're gonna learn some things today. That's what we want anyways. All right, so let's go. Correct answer is facial, okay? Bell's palsy is characterized by facial dysfunction, weakness and paralysis. Trigeminal neuralgia is a disorder of the trigeminal nerve, and that causes facial pain. Maybe you guys were thinking of that. Meniere syndrome is a disorder of the vestibular cochlear nerve. Guillain-Barré syndrome is a disorder of the vagus nerve. And so here I'm giving you guys other content that you should be studying. Trigeminal neuralgia is important. Meniere syndrome, absolutely, that's in V2. I talk about that. Gillian barre syndrome. You also want to know about that one as well. Okay. Next question is this. 56-year-old male client with Bell's palsy has received advice from the nurse on how to maintain facial muscle tone and avoid de- denervation. The nurse believes that the client needs more information if the client will state number one, perform facial exercises. Two, massage the face with a warm compress. Three, exposure to drafts. Four, blowing out forcefully with the cheeks. Ooh, love this. And I got a mixed bag of answers here, which is good. Let's go. This is um, a reading reading activity right here. Somebody asked me to explain what the stem of the question is. So the stem of the question, whenever I say stem of the question, I'm talking about everything in the blue. That is the stem. This is what we're working from. The stem is like, this is what, um, it's like when you have a flower, There's a stem on the flower, and then there's petals at the top. And so you have to think about the question being the stem and the answers being the petals. So you're working from the stem. All right, that's how it makes sense. Correct answer here is, boom, exposure to drafts. I hope you guys got this one right, because we're talking about here a question that needs follow-up, essentially something that is wrong. And so when it says um, the the patient needs more information, more information. So exposure to drafts, prevention of muscle atrophy with Bell's palsy, you accomplish it by facial massage, facial exercises, electrical stimulations. So exposure to, to the cold or to drafts should be avoided. Uh, Local application of heat to the face may improve blood flow and provide comfort. Let's go. All right. Okay, here we go. Pharmacology. The nurse assigned in the emergency room is taking care of a client diagnosed with Bell's palsy. The client has been taking acetaminophen and overdose is suspected. Which antidote would the nurse prepare for administration if prescribed? This is a huge safety point. You guys should know this right away. Everybody should know what this is. If you're struggling, let me let me read the options. Number one, pentostatin. Two, arinofen. Three, fludarabine, and four, acetylcysteine. Okay. Um, what is the correct answer here? Gotta know drug antidotes. My, 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 my. You gotta know antidotes. And someone had asked me, where are you supposed to get all this content from? You're supposed to get all this content from my V2, which is my personal NCLEX review. So that is the content that we are working on here. And for your reference, if you have this book If you have this book here, and the back of it is Pharmacology. Y'all better get into this section, Pharmacology. Okay, yes, this is also in Quick Facts. Thank you so much, Karen. And if you don't have Quick Facts, what are you waiting for? All right, the Antidotes is on page 100. You got to know these Antidotes here. Bam, you better take a screenshot. You better and take a screenshot of this. These are the antidotes that you need to know. Okay, all right, this is quick facts. And then in V2, this is where I go over, um, oh, what else, everything else. Meniere's syndrome is in this. You're lowering cholesterol, your delegation, your prioritization. So these two are my NCLEX review plus the, Um, lectures online that I do. All right. So we can talk about that more in a minute, but let's get back into our lecture. Correct answer is. All right. There it is. Acetylcysteine. You guys have that? Now, the antidote for acetaminophen is acetylcysteine. You you need to know that. That's basic safety. And so, the reason why you need to know that is because there is a therapeutic level of acetaminophen which is 10 to 20, okay? The toxic level is higher than 50. So, somebody, you know, you could have an excess amount of acetaminophen, but you can definitely become toxic where it starts to affect what organs? What organ is gonna be really affected? And so anyways, um, levels higher than 200 four hours after injection ingestion indicate that there is a risk for liver damage, okay? Liver damage. Aronufin is a gold preparation that may be used for the treatment of rheumatoid arthritis. Good job, it is the liver. Okay. Um, Pentastatin and fludibine are antineoplastic agents. Okay. Antineoplastic agents. Are we clear on that? Oh, and just let me be clear with V2. Yes, with V2, you're going to get the downloadable, printable version in your file vault of this book. All right. If you want it, the printed out version is something that you add on. Okay. But in everybody's V2, you absolutely have this in the file vault. All right. That was a good question, and I'm glad most of you guys got this one right. Okay, I said a three out of five. Do you guys have three out of fives yet? Question number four. 32-year-old male client with Bell's palsy asked the nurse, what has caused this diagnosis? The nurse' response is based on an understanding that the cause of this problem is... Is it number one primarily genetic in origin? Two, triggered by exposure to meningitis. Three, unknown, but maybe tissue malnutrition. Four, unknown, cause perhaps an autoimmune problem. Wow, here we go. What sayeth you guys to this? What is the cause? I need you to critically think here because I don't think I necessarily told you the answer to this. And this is what you need to be prepared for. Your content has to be so strong that you think about, okay, what do I know about this subject? And one big thing that you guys know is how we are treating it. How we are treating it. And so if you look at the treatment of this condition, you can apply it to another condition that is presented here, okay? All right, let's go to the correct answer. Lots of threes, lots of fours. Lots of threes, lots of fours. Correct answer is number four. It's number four here. Unknown cause perhaps an autoimmune problem. What was number three? You guys said unknown but cause but maybe tissue malnutrition no 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 so definitely um autoimmune autoimmune okay uh unknown but think about it bell's palsy one-sided facial paralysis compression of the facial nerve um but the exact cause is unknown but it may include vascular ischemia infection exposure to viruses herpes zoster herpes simplex, autoimmune disease, or a combination of these factors. But when you think about how do we treat this, we treat this with medications that reduce what? Inflammation. So the prednisone, right? That's gonna reduce the inflammation. When you think about autoimmune conditions, what is the hallmark of an autoimmune condition? It is inflammation, it's inflammation. So I wanted you guys to get... um, Get this, all right? And I I don't know, tissue malnutrition? Nah, nah. All right, last question is, it was unlocked because you guys did it in the beginning. Here's the question. In the ER presents a 49-year-old female client with left-sided facial droop. Her symptoms started five hours ago. The client has a BP, a blood pressure of 175 over 101. No medications taken, a history of excessive stress, flu-like symptoms two weeks ago, and headache for two weeks, which subsides after sleeping. What is the best test to determine the cause of her facial droop? Number one, asked to wrinkle her forehead. Two, CT scan of the head. Three, obtain serology. Four, give clonidine. Ooh, <laughs> is gonna be good. Because again, what do we have? Look at the stem of this question. I'm asking you what's the best test? What is the best test? And so that means here that there is more than one right answer. Okay. So I need you guys, this is where prioritization comes in because there's more than one right answer. Okay. So you got to pick the best of it. This is where Inclex comes. This is where Inclex comes uh, difficult. It becomes more difficult here, and I see different answers all on the screen. But I think this is my favorite. <laughs> I honestly have no idea. That's why I showed up today, because I'm here to learn something new. <laughs> I love the I love the transparency of this of this community. Uh, you say, I'm just gonna pick two answers. I'm gonna pick one and two. I'm gonna pick one and two. I'm gonna pick two and four. Y'all did wrong for this. This is not select all that apply. all right correct answer is going to be and shout out if you get this one right because it's kind of tricky but then again it's not number one so many reasons why okay the client has bell's palsy which is an isolated all right um unilateral lower motor neuron lesion of the seventh nerve the Bell's palsy causes paralysis of the entire half of the face as opposed to an upper motor neuron lesion, which spares the right part of the face. In an upper motor motor neuron lesion, the client can wrinkle his or her forehead. So I want you guys to, I want you to think about this because prioritization is not just airway breathing circulation Ooh, for next gen NCLEX. Prioritization is not just airway, breathing, circulation. Prioritization is a concept that changes depending on a patient's location, depending on a patient's history, depending on a patient's current medications, okay? So there's so many factors that come into prioritization. When you guys do the V- to, I asked you a lot about how you think about something, how you're processing it. Does it make sense to you? I teach you several ways to prioritize. I'm going to show you again, but what I want you to do though, is I want you to look again at the options that are in front of you. Okay. I want you to look again. Now, number one, ask to wrinkle his forehead. All right. So Patient comes in, they have, um, they have left-sided facial drooping, okay? Started five hours ago, okay? Client also has a high blood pressure, no medications are taken. What do we know about this client? They have stress, they have flu-like symptoms for two weeks, okay? So, but flu-like, is that viral, right? Flu-like symptoms, influenza is a virus, okay headache for two weeks which subsides after sleeping Ooh, okay so right now in the emergency room when you're in the emergency room what is your priority what is what is number one your priority in in the emergency room setting um talk to me about the timing of things if you're in the emergency room what is the timing? Do you need things to be quick or do you have time to, you know, schedule out things? You have time to, you know, is it a, is it a relaxed environment or is it a very fast paced environment? Prioritization is based off of your location, okay? All right, so the the uh, the the priority here, all right, and I'm not going even I'm not even going to belabor this prioritization here in the emergency room is what can you do fastest? All right, what can you do very fast? And a lot of people pick CT of the head. CT of the head is faster than an MRI, but it's not faster than a direct assessment. Just asking the patient to wrinkle uh, wrinkle the forehead, and I'm sorry, I should say her forehead, wrinkle her forehead. That's the fastest thing that you can do. And that will give you information quickly. If it's one sided, if they can't do it at all, if, you know, it it gives you so much information. So that is going to be the best test. It's going to be the best test. All right. You're in the ER, you're in the emergency room. So. You get a lot of information here. And that's one of the challenges again. And I'm glad we unlocked this question. I'm glad we worked together. That's one of the challenges here is with NextGen IncLEX, it's more reading. It's more reading, but everything in there is guiding you towards the right answer. It's just a matter of if you can pick up on what they're dropping. If you could pick up what's being dropped down to you. And I'll tell you this, and be careful, yep. You can't do it if you don't have the content. If you don't know what Bell's palsy is, if you don't know what a cerebrovascular accident is and the differences between the two of them, this they can give you all the information in the world. You're not gonna get it, all right? You're gonna struggle through it. You're gonna struggle through it. Um, and then you may understand it, but when you're asked to give the best and prioritize the best of it, You're not going to find the best of it. Okay. All right. Let's move on. All right. We got to move on. So the second part of this, what is clonidine for? Clonidine for is, look it up. It's a medication. You need to be familiar with this medication. Very common, very common cardiac medication. All right. um, The second half of this presentation is called Monday Motivation. And Monday Motivation is the... The T-shirt, is it true to size? That is a good question. I am wearing a large right now. So I think it's true to size. All right, but this is the girl cut. So you have to know how you like to wear your T-shirts. Now, the Monday motivation is just a point for us every Monday to be grateful, to reflect on, something for us to think about as we go through this week. So here it is right now. Um, The jar of your life. Okay, and you see this person and they're actually in a jar This is very, very true to our situations that we have right now. So if you think about it, okay, there's a jar, okay? And there's four items that are in front of you. One of them is a jar. The second one is big rocks. Then there's pebbles. Then there is sand, okay? Now, you're going to fill up the jar first with the big rocks. That's what we do in our lives. What are the big rocks, right? So... You can fill up the the, the the jar with big rocks like, you know, your family, your spirituality, your job, right? The, the food that you eat. These are the big things. Um, but would you consider this jar full? Some people, once they put that on their, you know, put that in their jar, they consider that full. Like, that's it. That's everything. But is this jar full if you look at it? No, you can you can add the pebbles to it, all right? I will add pebbles and we'll shake it to move it around and then the pebbles find space, okay? They find space in this jar. And the pebbles could be the smaller things that you're prioritizing. Is the jar full now with the pebbles and the big rocks? Mm, no, there's still space there. There's still space. And so now you add the sand. If I put the sand in there, I put the sand in there, all right? The sand is going to feel all of the empty spaces, okay? All of the empty spaces in there. But you have a combination of those three things. So this jar represents our lives, our lives, what we have going on in our lives. And so the big rocks signify the really important things in your life. These are the things that you guys focus on, all right? Health, family, Friends, your passion. That's why I said there's still more space. All right. The pebbles are the other things in your life. All right. Your car, your home, your job. These are your material things. All right. These are your material things. And the sand is everything else. It's the smaller stuff in our lives. So now if you were to reverse the order of filling the jar and you added the sand first, look at this. If you add the sand first, if you prioritize the sand first, there is not enough room for the rocks and the pebbles, the bigger things, the important things, all right? And so the same principle has to be applied to your life. If you guys are spending so much time and energy on the small stuff, you don't have you don't have time for the really important things that matter to you. Catch this lesson. So pay attention to the things that bring critical, that are there, that are critical to your happiness. Take care of the big rocks first, the really important things. Set your priority, set your identity, who you're going to be. And the rest is just pebbles and sand. They will find time, all right? They will find time. To to be there. They will find space to be there when it is necessary. And I'm saying this really, really as a matter of fact, because I speak to a lot of people who message me and they have let the pebbles become the rocks. Okay. They have let the pebbles become the rocks. And specifically the pebbles of failure when it comes to taking the NCLEX, that even now i get messages from people who have no hope they don't believe they can pass because they failed before and so you have to understand that the failure of the inclex is considered sand it is a lesson it is a lesson that you are supposed to learn from and move forward it, it you have to catch the what they say you have to catch the blessing in the lesson all right but what happens is when you experience failure you get attached to it you get um you know you begin to make that failure your identity and so you you can't see a way out you're you you don't feel like you can pass it And so I need you guys to make the decision today that just because you failed NCLEX in the past, you're not going to allow that to become your identity of who you are. Because what happens is when something becomes your identity, you don't want to let that thing go. That is how you identify who you are as a person. So if you are a believer, you need to have the mind of Christ that you are victorious. All right. And so when people message me and, and and I may seem short and I don't mean to, but when people message me and I get the sense that they have the identity uh, of pain, of failure, of uh, having no hope, I'm more than likely gonna just, I, I gotta give you to God. I have to allow you to find out what your identity is because I can talk to you about, Passing inclex and being motivated and all you got to do. But if you've taken on the identity of a failure or the identity of the pain. You're not going to be able to move forward. Okay. Still holding on to that thing. Still holding on to that failure. So you have to let go of it. You have to see yourself as you you have to see yourself not based on your current situations right um and so that is that is um that's the motivation for this week is who do you identify yourself as all right especially if you claim to be a child of god you need to be walking in that authority you need to be walking in that identity because if you are not then you need to check what identity you're walking in. And don't be sending me messages saying, I have no hope, all right? Because you have a hope. The very fact that you can get out a phone and type an email, you have hope, right? You're still alive, you have hope. Don't let this test become greater than the blessings that you have had. That when you, you know, when you think upon your life and you think upon your all you've been through, the only thing that you can come up with is I fail IncLEX and that's who I am, all right? Because that's not gonna do anything. You know what the enemy wants to do? He wants you never to change your situation. He wants you never to have any progress in your life. He wants you to be just as miserable as he is. And so if he could use the NCLEX to do it, he'll take it. He'll use the NCLEX to do it. and Some of y'all gotta come up out of y'all failure, all right? You gotta come up out of it because it is not who you are. It's a lesson that you were supposed to learn and move on from, okay? But it's not who you're supposed to be. The NCLEX is just a test that you took on one day. You can move forward. You can pass it. Imagine, imagine if if we treat it. And the thing about it is you guys in nursing school, when you fail a test, the first question you ask is, can I take it again? Is there anything I can do for extra credit? You know, we do that all the time. Anything in any other part of our life. And I told y'all this, when I first took my driver's exam, I did not pass my driver's exam. Why didn't I pass it? Because I wasn't really driving and practicing. I just was going straight turning i never parallel parked i never did anything so when i failed my license exam imagine if i never tried again if i never tried again what kind of adult would i've been to what and some of us are like that when it comes to inclex we're afraid to try again you better try again you better feel like you're you know you you're worth that whatever amount it costs to prepare and the thing about it is it's much cheaper to prepare for NCLEX than it is to fail it so you're paying a bigger price after you fail it you're paying a bigger price $200 you know to retest again you got to pay your state fees you got to pay your waiting days fees like all that stuff is just it's just costing you more and more money it's easier to just invest in yourself do what it takes than it is to fail the exam but y'all don't, but because, listen, but because you identify with that failure, you don't believe that you can be anything more. You don't feel the in that investments. See, is V2 enough with content to prepare for NCLEX? V2 is enough for content to prepare for NCLEX. Literally, if you've watched this, you've seen people, several people come on and say they passed with V2 more than one more okay look there you go right here right here but if you have a mind and this is what i'm saying (laughs) if you have a mind of doubt if you identify with the failure then a hundred people can come on here today and say they pass with v2 and i'll still get questions is it enough it's like i don't know what to say is it enough it's enough look at the cost people have look at look at the cost that people have spent okay um just to prepare for the exam but you know what i'll say to you you're worth it you're worth it you're worth six hundred dollars any day of the week And especially when it comes to something that once you pass it is going to give you that $600 back in in one day, in two days, depending on where you work, how much you want to work. So spend that money because you're spending it anyways. And that's the thing. You're spending money anyways. If you got a Netflix account, Hulu, you go to Starbucks, you go out to eat, invest that money into the business of you which is your education. We be so hard pressed to buy a book, to buy a course, to buy a, anything, any kind of training for ourselves. We, we wanna do it for free, but we we be so quick to invest in other people's businesses. No questions asked, no questions asked. When y'all roll up to that Starbucks, Y'all don't say, mm, I'm only buying something today if it's a discount. Nope. Don't ask, don't ask Starbucks no questions. You roll up to McDonald's, you roll up to the Louis Vuitton Gucci store, and nobody pressing them about their prices. But I ask you guys, buy a book that's going to increase your mind. Buy a book that's going to make you a better nurse. And I get all kind of pushbacks on how you ain't got it. You got it you got it because at the end of the day, this is gonna make you a better professional. When you become a nurse, you don't get paid for your time, you get paid for your knowledge. You get paid for your knowledge. This is why a lot of people who don't pass NCLEX are working as CNAs, because their time is different from their knowledge. Even if you go to nursing school, if you don't have the knowledge of passing and getting that license, you're just going to be getting paid for your time and not your knowledge. So anything that you do to increase your knowledge, anything that you do to increase your knowledge is worth it. But I can't say that to somebody who has an identity of pain because you don't believe it. You don't believe it. Okay. Um, so anyways, what I, what I want to do, I want to move past this. Okay. Sometimes I can be, uh, sometimes, you know, I get on my hobby horse and I like to ride it. I see that I do have a Remar nurse (laughs) that, that comes on. All right. I do have a Remar nurse that comes on. Um, but I need to see your camera. Turn your camera on so I can see you. Um, hopefully I'll be able to see her. Let me read some of these comments. Marie says, whoa, you are talking to me. I failed last week and I need to hear this to get me going. God did greater things for me than the NCLEX. Thank you for the inspiration. Amazing, amazing. So let me tell you something else that's amazing. We are real people here who care about each other. And we have a Remar nurse. Let me see if I can add her.
1: Hey, hello. how are you? I'm okay. How are you?
0: good so you you put the comment in in the live today so I want people to just just tell us who you are what's your story how'd you end up here and just tell us tell us who you are
1: my name is in 2019 I took NCLEX uh, PN so I fell it the first time so when I fell it so I was a little bit hopeless so I went online searching for stuff that I, want to, I wanted to study to take the NCLEX again, so I found, I found your program. So nobody introduced me to your program. I just found it. And then I said, when I was looking at the program, I said, this is the program for me because I don't speak English. I usually say I don't speak English because English is my second language. I usually say that because of my accent. But I said, this program can help me because I can see, I have audio, visual. This can help me. So that's why I said, okay, I'm going to use this program. And also what I like about the program, like, you use God first. And I'm a Christian. I said, okay, this is the program. I'm going to use that program. And I used that program in 2019. And I passed NCLEX when I went to take it again. So I went for BSN. And then I used it again. And then I passed NCLEX.
0: Amazing. Amazing. And so, man, there's so, so much good stuff in your testimonial. Uh, where are you from? Where are you from?
1: I'm from New York.
0: You're from New York, but where are you? Why do you say you don't speak English? Where are you from? Oh, I'm
1: from Haiti. Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yes. So what I love about it is that, and this is one thing I love about Haitian nurses. um, Y'all don't make excuses. All right. Um, You don't make excuses. And even if you, your, your language is very, your English is very good, by the way. But even when you're taking the exam, when you guys read the NCLEX questions, you take it for right there. Like what it says you guys answer, and so I love love the Haitian representation in the remark community. So thank you so much. Now, um you chose to come back to the V two because I'm I'm assuming you didn't do V two. V two wasn't out when you did your PN.
1: No, I just used the quick fact, and I had the audio like visual. Yes, I don't it was V two, but it was audio visual with the <sighs> mm-hmm. old quick fact.
0: Um, does this mean something to you? Can you see that comment? uh is that is that um, Haitian language yes okay. stop <laughs> <laughs> okay see we got i know see your people are out here um how long did you how long did you study in v two for
1: um while i was in while I was working full time I did v two for one month okay i did it, but i felt i felt like I didn't do everything i didn't okay. focus on everything because I was working, so I stopped working for one month and do it again, meaning that I did it twice. Oh, one month God. I was while I was working and the other month while I stopped working and then I went into big exam.
0: OK. And so speak to somebody that is doubting their ability to pass the exam or their let me let me. Yeah. Speak to that person right now that they don't feel like they can pass it for whatever reason. What would you say to them?
1: I would say like, for example, like me, I don't, like I said, my accent is strong, English is my second language. So I went and I did it. I believe you can do, anybody can do it. As long as they put the work together, because it's a lot, you have to sit down, willing to sit down, sacrifice. Like me, I sacrificed my job. I stopped working for a month to uh, study. And then I went and I take it. I pass it. So I believe you can do it. And then believe in your ability. See, believe in God. I believe in God. I trust God in the process. I said, God, if you put me in the program, it's because, like, you want, you wanted me to be a nurse. You know I have people out there that I can help, that I'm going to help. So I'm going to pass and clicks to help them. So, and then I pass. I believe you can do it, guys. Just put God first and do the work. Study hard and to trust the program. The program that uh, our program is really good program. I did it for LPN and I did it for Owen and I passed. What
0: would you say say to somebody that, so the V2 right now is 169. What would you say to somebody that says, I don't want to invest 169 into the V2. Like I'm just going to do it for free. I'm going to watch videos, whatever. What would you say to that person?
1: I would advise a person. It's nothing. You can you can purchase it. You can buy it because you're going to invest in yourself, in your education, and also you're going to help others with it. Once you become a nurse, you're going to help others. I think it's okay to spend the money because yep. you're not going to lose your money. You're going to get more than that. I believe I'm going to get more than that.
0: Talk to me about what is your next step now? What are you going to be doing now?
1: Right now, I don't have a job right now. I'm looking for a job because I stopped working because I wanted to last month i stopped working because i wanted to i wanted to focus i'm looking for a job right now once i finish i'm gonna work full-time and then maybe in two years i'll go for np
0: wow so (laughs) but do you feel like um in new york do you feel like you have more opportunities now with your nursing license um you know how is your life going to be different because i don't know what you were doing before what were you doing before
1: I was working in the nursing home as an LPN.
0: Okay, that's right. So what will your life look like now that you have an RN?
1: I have more opportunity and, and more money, basically. A mm-hmm. lot of offers. I yeah. have four years experience in LPN. Yeah. I, I, like this morning, I was talking to one of the recruiters. I was telling him what I wanted, how much money I needed for him to hire me. He gave me the amount and I said, this is not enough for me because I knew I have, I, I know I have experience and I had to tell him like, you know, this is the experience that I have. This is the quality of work that I can offer you. I think the amount is too small. I can get more. So he's willing to get, to give it to me actually. Mm-hmm. So I can bargain. I can get more. And I hope y'all see that.
0: I hope you <laughs> see, I hope you see the power that you have and I'm the same way. I look at a job offer and I'm like, this is not enough for my experience and my knowledge. And I want you guys to see that it's a whole other world when you have your nursing license. It is a whole other ball game where you can have, you know, you can make the destiny. You can choose where you want to work and where you don't want to work. Where previously you don't get that. You guys don't get that without a nursing license. You have to work where people tell you, you have to be paid for whatever they feel like you're worth. And when you have that nursing license, you are able to, you are able to upfront tell people, this is what my knowledge is worth. Okay. I told you guys that. And so I'm so happy you came on here to just encourage somebody. One person needed to see you today and yeah. let you know, like you, and, and, I, and I want you to say, I want you to speak to this issue. This is another issue that I feel like people, um, people struggle with and it is, the urgency the priority talk to people about making this a priority i love how you quit your job you shut the job down why did you do that
1: i did that because um i'm gonna go a little bit personal i have my husband passed away in april oh. so um i needed more money mm-hmm. and i have a daughter she's young. Yeah. Just yeah. 10 and I said I need more money so I have to get more money. I said if God give me a BSN right now, I think that's the way because my, my husband passed away in April imagine and while I was in school I, I didn't graduate yet okay and I had to take my final while I know my husband passed away and I had to bury him all that. so I I went and took my final in uh, nursing school and I, and I fell, I did not pass. I fell the final. Thank God I did great in the other uh, exam. So that made me pass the fine, pass the class, not the final, but pass the class. So after that, I know I knew that I needed money to provide for my daughter and myself. And yes. I like to help others. So I said, yeah, you gotta sacrifice. You gotta lose to gain. So I decided to stop working. With faith, I put my faith in God. I said, yeah. "God, I trust you. I know you're gonna provide for me." And then I stop working yeah. for a month, then, and then I'm looking. Even now, I'm looking for a job. So I believe God is in control. He's gonna He's gonna take care of me when I stop working. So. Yeah that's why I sacrificed the time.
0: Yes. And, and, and we're looking at you and we don't even know the strength that you have had. You've had to lean on God in so many ways, because who would have thought that you would have had that type of loss, you know? I mean, and, and just to see you today, you know, is incredible. It is incredible. Like you are seriously walking by faith because like you said, you had to quit a job. You had to In order to get more, you had to trust God for the less of right now. You had to say, I don't know how I'm going to pay the bills or whatever, but I know right now this is what I need to do. So I am uh, I'm so, so, so proud to be talking to you right now. You Uh, you are you are amazing, so strong. Um, And and and. I just want you all to see this. I want y'all to see how God is good. Yeah. I need y'all to see how God is good. Cause I wasn't expecting that at all. I wasn't expecting that. So God bless you. God bless your house and your, your daughter and your child and all the people that you will help because thank you, you are, yeah, this is a ministry for you. So, yes. um, man. All right, guys, I don't want to take any more of your time, but I just want to thank you for coming on here taking time out of your busy day and letting us know that with God is possible. All things, all things are possible. And thank
1: you for your program. Thank you for your support. Thank you for coming here every Monday to support us. Those things really helped me a lot. So I always there, looking at you and then listen to you. Thank you so much. Oh, the pleasure is mine. All the best to everyone. Yeah, go ahead. Tell them.
0: I need you to say it. I need you to say the motivational I can. I
1: need you to tell it to them. Look at the camera. We we can, we will, and we must pass and collect the first time. Yes! (laughs) Thank you
0: so much. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. Thank you for your time. Thank you for everything. God bless you. And don't Don't be a stranger. Don't be a stranger. Okay? All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. I don't know. I don't know what else I could do. I don't know what else I could do for y'all. Y'all have real, real people with real struggles that are really passing this test despite... She lost her husband, y'all. She had to bury her husband and still get up the next day and work and still get up the next day and study and still get up the next day and take and quit the job, right? Get up the next day, take the NCLEX. What is holding you back? What excuses are you snuggling up with and allowing it to restrain you and paralyze you? What excuses are, I mean, cause she just put to bed all kinds of excuses, all kinds. All right. So somebody needs to um, evaluate their identity, their identity today. That's the motivation, guys. That's it. That's it. I hope you have an amazing week. This is your first time here at Remar Nurse. We welcome you. And if you believe in miracles, this is a place of miracles. This is a place of miracles. And if you need a miracle, Begin to ask God to help you. Begin to ask God to help you to get where you need to be, all right? Um, and so I thank you. I will be back again on Wednesday, as always, 9 p.m. We will continue to, you know, <laughs> we'll continue to to go along this journey. This is an incredible journey. I don't know uh, at the end of it where it is going to take me, but I definitely know that I am so, so Grateful to be a part of every one of your journey. I'm so thankful that I have the opportunity to speak with you. I have the opportunity to laugh with you, cry with you guys. I didn't cry today. I'm so happy for myself. Um, I'm holding it together, uh, but you guys know, y'all know when I start crying, y'all got to call Mark out the back. But I am. Um, uh, I'm so grateful to be a part of a, a part of this community. Tell people about Remar. Because what we're doing here is changing lives. It's changing lives. So I will see you guys on Monday. Have an amazing day. I love you guys. You can, you will, and you must. Pass in clicks. See you later.